Okay. All right. We're going to clear out the I bad vibes in here. Yes. You know? Yes. <laughs> have the self-care coach in the building. Hello. Addie. Hello. Yes. yes. Get a little sage up in here, right? Yes. Cleanse the energy. Yes. Cleanse the energy. The energy. Hey, what the name of this show? I Talk Great. I Talk Great. Y'all already know what it is, man. It's your boy, Mr. Williams. I Talk Great. And I am here in the building with the queen, Adeline <laughs> Frederick. How are you doing today? I'm doing good. How are you? I am doing awesome. You know, we have to start off with the sage, yes. clear the air. Yes, clean the energy. Yes, some clean <laughs> energy today. But you go by Addie Speaks. Yes, I do. Where'd you get that name from? I got that name from God promising me to still use my voice. Mm. Yeah. Okay. She said God promising you. Yeah. God promised you? Yeah, we, we kind of made a deal. Really? Yeah, it was like. If you allow me to heal you, mm -hmm. I can still use you. Mm. You can't go into this next level the same. Okay. You know? And so first I was, you know, a little iffy about it because I'm like, mm -hmm. no, you can't use me, God. Because, you know, you, sometimes you feel ashamed, you yeah. know? Yeah. And then but God was like, but I still called you. You're still my oracle. You're still my mouthpiece. Mm. So I'm, I'm going to want you to speak. And then shame can't go with you. Okay. So you're speaking on. His behalf or her behalf? I'm speaking on the behalf of the what's written. <laughs> okay, okay, I like that. Well, before we go all deep, right? Don't let me deep now. <laughs> Where are you from? I was born and raised in Florida. Really? Yeah. About Cuatro? Yes. Okay. Yeah, okay. you know how to switch it up. <laughs> <laughs> sure did. Okay, okay. What part? Um, Fort Lauderdale, all my oh. life. For Lottie Dottie. Yes. All right. Looking for something new, but all right, we're going to figure it out. Okay, okay. Well, what's your, yeah. like, your background? I'm Haitian. My parents came from Haiti. Okay. Yeah. So, Sapase. Yeah. Or, do you speak Creole? <laughs> I do. Um, how fluent? It depends on the conversation. Oh. Uh, you yeah. know, I've heard that amongst Haitian, Haitian people. Especially say, the one that was that is born here. Yeah. They yeah. say you don't speak proper you know, it's, it's like a e it's Ebonics. E okay, so y'all kind of do this like what yeah. up, though. Yeah, it's, it's yeah. I feel like the Haitians that are that were born here speak double Ebonics uh. because Creole itself is considered Ebonics because French uh -huh. is the the language. Uh -huh. So Creole and then Creole, Creole, just Creole and a half. We speak Kringlish, like Kringlish. Yeah, so we used to call it in school. <laughs> I thought Creole was like a mixture of the French and African. It is. Okay, okay. Um, but see, don't quote me. Yeah. No, <laughs> don't quote. Okay, so have you been to Haiti? No, but that is a goal. No, okay. That is a goal. All right, yeah. all right, all right. But did your parents, like, raise you with the culture, or are they, like, Americanized? Um, My parents, more so my mother, raised me with the culture. Okay, your mom? Yes. Okay, where was yes. your dad? My dad had um, departed from the home. Like, he left the house. So he just uh, did? He he. He stuck up the deuce. You know, I woke up one day, I ain't see him. Really? <laughs> yeah, he was gone. Okay, how old were you when this happened? I think I was between like five, six years old. Um, my brother didn't even turn a month old. I'll wow. say that, yeah. Okay, so you're your only child? Oh, no, you're not an only oh, child. No, yeah, I'm the fifth girl. Fifth? Oh, wow. Yeah. They were having fun, huh? Yeah, listen, 18 years, <laughs> 18 years. <laughs> wow. Okay, okay, so you were five years old, your dad left, but mm -hmm. you weren't old enough to kind of understand why he left. No, um, we was of age to ask why. I remember asking why. Why are mm -hmm. you gone? Why are you mm -hmm. not here? Mm -hmm. And um, all, all we got was of, um, you're going to come and visit me soon, or mm -hmm. I'm here today, I'm going to come down. And there will be some times where it be a false promise. You know? Okay. Yeah. Okay. No, I know how tough that can be. Yeah. But also, not to make any excuses, but I do know sometimes you don't really want to tell your children everything that's mm -hmm. going on. But I don't believe any parent just leaves just to leave. Right. And um, sometimes you understand why, because you mm -hmm. saw what was going on. Ah. Yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah. Well, okay, so you got some wisdom there. Yeah. <laughs> saw what was going on. Yeah. Okay, so lead me up to what were you doing school-wise? Did you go to college? Yes. Um, so I'll kind of start from... You know, again, my parents derived from Haiti. Uh -huh. I, I was born here, and um, 
I grew up in a home where it was uh, it was normal to be the way we were um, because we were in church. Mm-hmm. So if we weren't talking about church, if it wasn't about church, there's nothing wrong with us, right? Okay. So when you say the way we were, what do you mean? Like, how were you guys? It Well, again, I'm the child. So from looking, it was toxic, mm. you know, um, abuse in a home. You okay, know? Like verbal, uh, physically? All that. Wow. <laughs> and, this, and this was a church home? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I used to wake up to arguments and mm-hmm. it will be sometimes during school days mm-hmm. and um you will you will see what was going on you know mm-hmm. sister had to jump in it, it just was a lot going on a lot going on yeah okay yeah but <laughs> you weren't really at an age to know why the arguments were going no, on you just heard no. it i felt like growing up i saw a lot of pain okay. and i was in the middle of it i was in the middle of seeing my mom break down and cry in a room. I was in the middle of seeing my sister break down and cry 2 a.m. in the kitchen oh, trying wow. to figure out where's her dad. Because, again, I'm the fifth child, but then you have mm-hmm. um, two that's ahead of me or three that's ahead of me that yeah. live with my dad, you know, yeah. fall out. So you see them, you know, crying. Where's daddy? Mm-hmm. Me and my sister is like, okay, where's daddy? You know, like, yeah, it, it yeah, wasn't yeah. like an emotional thing. It was like a logical thing. Yeah. Um, And so... It was kind of imbalanced when he left because he had a strong, strong presence in the church, a strong presence in the home. He was highly respected, and we would hear stories about him. Mm-hmm. You know, like we know not to mess with your daddy. And yeah, I was like, yeah, "Why, yeah. oh girl, we know when your daddy come, we sit." You know, and yeah. it was that type of vibe, and um, that's the dad we we had. Now, okay, as we move forward in the story, we'll see. We, you'll see more of mm-hmm. him in the picture. So, I so did you guys continue? On with the church when he left? Yes. It was like nothing happened. That's what I'm saying. Okay. I feel like um, from what I've been seeing mm-hmm. in, in a lot of churches is that there's a big old elephant in the room and nobody's talking about it. Mm. We're just moving along. And then looking back, I want, I wonder where they even helped in the process, you okay. know, um, because he left. But I know my dad was dealing with some things. Okay. And that's why even to this day, I can't hold him. I won't hold him. Like, I know he has to take accountability, but I won't mm-hmm. hold him to a, a, a state of anger or resentment because yeah. everybody experienced trauma. It's, it's the person who takes time to deal with their trauma, you know, but I don't think he did. And I don't think my mother was, my mother was even aware that she had trauma, yeah. you know, so. Well, you know, the older generation, yeah. I don't e- think. Especially the Haitian community. Though. Yeah. I don't. Well, I think it's more so Caribbean, the Caribbean yeah. community, mm-hmm. like. That information in regards to healing and psychological issues. It doesn't make sense. It didn't It didn't really, not to say it didn't exist, I just don't think it was uh, available yes. to the older generation yes. at that time like it is now. Yeah. So we may be the ones that have to learn that information and yeah. bring it back to them if they want to accept it. Exactly. Right? So, okay, when did you discover that you needed self-care? Because I know you're a self-care coach, right? I am a self-care coach. Okay. Um, so I'll take it um, back to 2020 when um, leading up to my first accident, mm-hmm. um, I was in my prophetic training. Again, I was in church. I knew okay. I knew the gift that I held, you okay. know. Um, and so a couple of months later, after joining my sister's ministry, um, I was in a car accident. Oh, no. And um, it really affected me because during the pandemic, I was dancing. I was going live. You know, what I'm dancing saying? like in the club, praise or? dancing. Oh, okay. nah, we're gonna it's, talk about the club. Coco's, kick a diamond. No, I don't do that type of club, but okay. you know, right, I'm more right. so like restaurant vibe or um, that has the music. You so know, you just I, I like dancing, uh, okay? Yeah, all right. But during the pandemic, specifically, uh huh, I was praise dancing, and all um, right. sometimes I wouldn't go live, I would just turn the music on and I'll just be dancing. Mm-hmm. Um, and so. I've been dancing since I was 12 years old. Okay. So after the accident, um, I kind of was bothering the chiropractor, like, hey, when can I dance? When can I dance? And he was like, I'm not even going to lie to you. I need you to not be dancing um, until I can do what I need to do with you. Or if you continue to dance, you might need surgery. And that was like a, hold on. I already know what it means when somebody cut you open. It's never the same. Yeah, no, right. Oh, wow. So how old were you when this, when you were told that you couldn't dance? So right now I'm 29, so I was probably like 27. <laughs> okay. 
Wow. So the <laughs> fact that you couldn't dance, that really had a It really, because it's like, I'm one with dance. Like, mm-hmm. sometimes I don't even have to know the song, and I'm already in the groove. Like, yeah. the rhythm is nothing to me, you uh-huh. know? So it's like, what? What do you mean I can't dance? And then so. So that was the moment that you realized that you needed self-care? Well, let me move forward a little bit. Um, All right. Something, something kind of happened. When I went back to the church, I had to wear a back brace, and I, had, I couldn't sit too long. I couldn't stand too long, so it took mm-hmm. an emotional toll on me. Mm-hmm. And so I started, you know, questioning a lot of things because I had to be home in a couple. And before I went back to church, I had to be home. Uh-huh. I was home a lot. And then I started to think, like, what's going on with me? What do I believe? What's, who is Addy? Mm-hmm. Um, because now dance has been taken away, so th- that's like an identity. Mm-hmm. Something of me been taken away, and so I just been trying to figure out the rest of me. And in that, I kind of you know pulled back mm-hmm. from church, and I started practicing mindfulness because I felt like in that moment, even though I had my sisters, but there were times where I needed people, I needed life to be speak, you know, spoken to me, but mm-hmm. it wasn't there. And okay. so I started to, you know, go to God and cultivate that relationship. And so I didn't feel the need. And this is my story. Mm-hmm. I didn't feel the need to go to church because I was not getting what I needed from church. Okay. You know, I, I was getting it in the presence of God. And that was in my solitude. That was in your solitude. Right. Okay. So when you came to this realization, right, how easy was it for you? Or were you still kind of procrastinating a little bit back it, and forth? It wasn't easy. Because mm-hmm. I had to unshame myself with what the church would shame you with. Okay. Right? And so to get more understanding of why I had to self-care, I remember um, when the doctor was telling me. And, and then let me not skip this, right? Okay. Yes, let's not skip. Right. Um, when the doctor told me that he needed to help me heal in mm-hmm. this process. I felt like God was using that opportunity to help me heal inwardly. Inwardly. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Right. Okay. And so they were both doing their work. The doctor, God, doctor, God. And then mm. you have the doctor saying after six months, hey, you you can go. Your yeah. back is fine. But just don't do too much because we don't want to trigger anything. Okay. And then so now in that moment, again, what I unshame myself with, I was like, I can, I can go dance. I like dancing compa. You know what I'm saying? All right. So I used to go to these game nights and parties, and um, I just started dancing. I go in dancing. I come out dancing. You mm-hmm. can't get me off the dance floor. I was by myself. Yes, yeah. You feel me? And so they was like, can you teach me how to dance? Can you teach me? And I'm like, I could teach you. But, you know, I came here to have fun because I've been in the house so long, mm-hmm. and it was just I'm, I'm here to release. Yeah. You know, and that's how I release. That's how you release. Yes, and okay. so... So on a higher level here. Yeah. All right, all right. Well, there's nothing wrong with that. Um, as you said, you like to dance, and yeah. you stepped away from the church because you needed yes. to. I just felt like I wanted to cultivate my relationship with God. I didn't okay. need no other voices because I felt like the other voices were like, they would tell me they would help me, but then mm-hmm. they won't follow through. And then mm-hmm. I'm stuck with the aftermath. Right? Yes. And so I'm like, okay, well, let me go take this with God because ever since I did that, I've been, like, very close to God. I've been seeing what God has for me. I've been hearing what God has for me, mm-hmm. and God has been showing that for me. So mm-hmm. it's like, I'm not saying I didn't, I didn't need church. I'm, I'm not saying church isn't necessary. I just said for me, specifically, yeah, for that was over for me. So you were more connecting within that allowed you yes. to connect better with God. Yes. So do you think that our bodies are separate from who we really are? I, I do believe. I've, I've, um, I feel like if some people can understand that we're, The duality part where we're spiritual beings Mm -hmm. and having a natural experience. Mm -hmm. And I had to, like, me in my solitude, all that revelation was coming out. And so that's why I was like, oh, I love what I'm doing here. Like, I love cultivating this part of me. Mm -hmm. And it was not being cultivated in the church. It was serve here. And nothing wrong with serving. I have a heart to serve. I've been serving since I was young. Yes. You know, because you want the women in ministry. Mm -hmm. I've been serving since I was young. Mm -hmm. But every time I would ask them to teach me, it's been a problem. Like, oh, go to this, go to that. And I remember I went to the, my pastor. I said, can you teach me the Bible? Mm-hmm. He, and he told me before I even opened my mouth to ask him the question, oh, you, you want a boyfriend. And I'm like, I, 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 what? No. I said, I want to learn the Bible. Oh, oh, okay. Good. Go to so-and-so. And I went to so-and-so. So-and-so said, I'm busy. Oh, wow. You know, I'm traveling. And so, that's, we get accustomed to seeing that, you know. like. Okay. I hear you, right? 
So then how does healing in the ministry tie together then? Healing in the ministry as far as like the church healing? Well, healing for your inner self because you said you had to step away in order to heal and connect with God. Yes, because so how I, does the healing in the ministry come into one? Well, see, when I was in church, mm -hmm. I was I was always sold out for God. Like, mm -hmm. Still am. Mm -hmm. But it was seen as, oh, you're doing too much. You know? And so when I disconnected from the church house, mm -hmm. I still kept that love of God with me. Mm-hmm. And so the healing, if I can go a little further, the healing happened when I was experiencing a lot of um, disappointments from people. Okay. And I didn't know how that, that, that was affecting me in some way. You understand what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And so in that, I had to heal. I had to heal from um, what I saw as a child. I had to heal from um, just from pain you know just god showing you things this is why yeah. you had to go into healing this is why this is why so it's like i'm healing now now how is it connected to ministry it's connected to ministry because in order for you to be effective to people you have to first come whole so my ministry whether it's in the church or not is still a ministry it just may not be in a church uh -huh. house <laughs> Clap it up for that. That girl got bars out here. I was waiting to see how you was going to line connect, that right? up to connect the you dots. You know, God, he, he be doing his thing, okay? You know? <laughs> okay, okay. So, like, when did you know you were being yourself and not being influenced? Um, Goodness, when I said forget y'all, you know? Sorry. <laughs> but I was like, um, okay. I feel like I'm me again. I got to a place where... I'm, I can look in the mirror and I'm like, oh, mm -hmm. this Addie, this Addie, Addie's not faking it or yeah. Addie's not holding anything back. She's one with her, mm -hmm. you know, and people don't get to that place. No, no, no. That is so true. That And you just said something so key. You were able to look at yourself yeah. in the mirror, you know? Right. So, so what are some other shackles that you feel like society has made normal? Oh, goodness. Some of the shackles is um, toxic relationships. Uh, they made toxicity normal. I'm like, talking, you like know. Blue Blueface and uh, what's, the, I forgot the girl name. But. Child, let's not. <laughs> don't bring that energy in here. <laughs> then we we don't have it. to save again. Oh, goodness. Me. We cleanse that one. Mm -mm. Um, but the fact that I see that in TV, on TV. Yes. That is heartbreaking because people go through that, but it's not fun. But you got the young kids, you know, I'm an educator, I'm in the school, and it's like you got these young kids ready to operate in those type of dynamics. I'm like, baby, slow down. Yeah, yeah. That thing can kill you. Yeah. It can take your mind away. You don't understand the depths of it. Mm -hmm. People lose their life and stuff mm -hmm. like that. But they, you know, I don't, I can't, I can't, I don't want to see for them, but yeah. they, they're not heading on right in the right path. No, you no, know? you're right. You have a lot of these youngsters, uh, like, you know, my kids, they're in a relationship, my son. He's like, yeah, my girlfriend, I, you know, I gave her my password to my Instagram, you know, so she could trust me. I'm like, what, what the, why you, why you but, even got to do all of that? You like, know, I, that's too much. Um, and that's a lot of these young kids out here. And I feel like it's just social media too. Yeah, social media plays it's a huge, huge influence. Yes. And a lot of these kids don't realize that. And I think yeah. parents too, because they give them these gadgets right. so they could go do their own thing and not realize exactly. you're leaving your kid acceptable to looking at TikTok and right. all of these things. And then when they come home, they're like, who is this child? That's yours. The one that you left abandoned. <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> Watching VH1. Exactly. <laughs> so what would you say to people that are comfortable in the dysfunction? I would say that you have... Because um, I... I, I I have a story in that, mm -hmm. but what I will say is if you're not careful, you'll lose yourself, and not everybody make it out. No, that's true. Not everybody make it out. I'm talking about, like, not everybody make it out. Yeah. You know? What about the people that say, well, that works for you, this works for me? It doesn't work for you. You're, you're lying. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to call you a liar because if it did, you would have been healthy. You wouldn't look so depleted. Yeah. You wouldn't yeah. look so dehydrated. Healthy relationships makes you look healthy. And when you start looking outside of that, mm -hmm. that means you're in a dynamic that's outside of the will of God. Like you're, yeah, you're lost. But how can they identify that they're within the trauma? They won't be able to identify that until they be truthful with themselves. Mm -hmm. And I remember where I had to be truthful with myself. I had to ask myself, do I like this? Mm -hmm. Do I want this? Mm -hmm. And if everything is resulting into a no, then I need to move the opposite direction. Something 
ain't right over here. Okay. You know what I'm saying? So that self-reflection is important. Self-reflection. People don't do that. Yes, they just keep going in survival mode. They don't know how to relax. Yes. I had to learn to do that. And before I was even reading books about that, mm. I was telling myself, slow down. Because we don't like it here. Okay. So how does one become a self-care coach? Well, first, I, I took self-care as a, as um, the face of what I do because I had to do self-care to get out of my trauma, to mm-hmm. get out of my low place. But um, mm. the, the whole thing is a life coach, you know, um, speaking okay. life into the people because I understand how mm-hmm. it feels to feel internally dead. Wow, that's heavy. Yeah. Internally dead. Internally dead. It got that far? It got that far. It got, listen... We're going to talk about it. <laughs> wow. Okay. I mean, if you're comfortable with explaining how uh, did you get to a point of being internally not here? Because I do know that can happen. Right. Like certain traumas can allow a person to just operate and off the flesh. I would say that um, it was revisiting. But see, I didn't know it was trauma. Again, okay. I thought it was normal. Okay. You know, your friend's like, it's normal, girl. Girl. Yeah. And you like girl, okay, you girl. know. So you like you, girls? You, no, normal. no, that's <laughs> <laughs> wait. I didn't say that. Oh, what I said was your girl's like, yeah, girls over, yeah, yeah. Uh, I have nothing against that, but you know, no, <laughs> that wasn't my ministry. She said that wasn't my ministry, but no, I mean, but, depending on the environment that you're around, that right. can it can influence you. Yes, it can yeah. stop you from that path of self healing. Right, you know what I mean. So I tell people that all the time. Like you look at your friends. It's who you are. It, but see, and uh, that's perfectly, that's perfect what you said because mm-hmm. that's also why I had to distance myself from a certain, from a separate group of people. Not saying yes. I don't love them, but I felt like there was not understanding why healing was a choice and not okay. an option. Mm. And see, that's where the death was in. The death was in giving yourself to people, giving yourself, giving time to people that they didn't deserve. Mm-hmm. And then so you find yourself in a dark place, depleted. Okay. You know, and you're like, God, I ain't got nothing to show for it. Yeah. You know, and you feel so empty. And that's when I was like, you know, I call myself a healer because if you speak to me, I'm going to give you advice. I'm going to speak to you. I'm going to encourage you. Mm-hmm. But at that moment, I didn't have that to give to myself. Okay. I only had enough breath to call God. Yeah. And he was already in the room. And so God was like, you know, that's when he took me to the year 2020 because in 2022, mm-hmm. that's when it started. And when he came in the room, he was like, you know, the doctor released you, but I didn't. You understand? The doctor healed you, but I didn't finish my work. Okay. And so when I got that revelation, I said, okay, God, what do you want me to do? Mm-hmm. And then he was like, just do your part and I'm going to do mine. And that was it. And then I remember shuffling through my journals because I remember journaling. And I did something so weird because I never go back to the beginning of my journals. I mm-hmm. don't do that. I just start next page. Okay. And sticky note that. I just start next page, but I went back to the beginning. And I saw a pattern. Mm-hmm. I saw the same story. Ah. And I said, ain't God the author and the finish of your faith? Yeah. What's going on? I don't think God will have you write that same story. We're choosing our narrative. Mm. Because he put the pen in our hand. He said, write it down and make it plain. Yeah. And you make the things plain that you don't want in your life. So why are we still moving in the same direction that we don't want to see? You know what I'm saying? For ourselves. Yeah. Wow. And I called my friend. I said, yo. I'm seeing the same thing year after year, month after month. She was like, and she, you know, I don't expect my friend to know what to do. Just hear mm-hmm. me out. Because I, I, you know, sometimes you be calling, you got the answer. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you just want to be and heard. Sometimes right. you just want people to right, listen to you. Just hear me right quick. Because I yeah. felt like my mind was spinning when I saw that. Mm-hmm. Because that's why journaling is important. It's yes. for you to document your life. Mm-hmm. And so when that was going on, um, she was like, yeah, man, it's going to be all right. It's going to be all right. And then. I flipped to the last page and I was like, this is the end of my pain cycle. That's it. I'm not doing this no more. I can choose different yes. that, and that'd be okay. And then I started journaling on my, my journal that I created. And, um, cause I didn't want to use that until January, but I was like, baby, we're going to start our new story now. Mm-hmm. And we're going to use a new journal now. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I started working in that and I went to the park and I just was crying because I'm like to see that I was going through this. Mm-hmm. I allowed this mm-hmm. because people don't understand. They take control of their life. You take inventory of your life and you will see, hey, this person don't belong. Yeah. 
and you'll do the elimination without a, attachment, you know, with your heart and not feeling sad, not feeling bad because you understand what you deserve. Mm-hmm. So that's how I had to move. And that's okay. how, you know, I had to end the pain cycle. And it was rough. Yeah, I'm I, sure. I felt like I got punched because, you know, when you sit in reflection, mm-hmm. God showed you all the things you allowed. This person to play in your face, this person to play in your face. And you're like, damn, if I knew myself, I wouldn't have let that happen. Yeah. So do you think you got to a point where self-discipline was the key? Oh, discipline. Because I, I, when I started using self-care, like working on my body, um, mm-hmm. just putting my energy onto things that is going to benefit me, mm-hmm. I started to um, understand that I had to make a choice. And with the choice comes the outcome that you want. And so I was like, okay, Addy, um, are we going to do, because, you know, again, I was clean. I was partying. I was like, club, honey. You was in the club. Listen, you can't set huh? me down. I was the dance partner, okay? <laughs> I was the I was the <laughs> <laughs> I was the dance partner, um, and I do have a project coming out in dancing, but okay, we, we got to get my back together. Um, yes. But I was, um, I was asking myself, "You were gonna go partying still? Because mm-hmm. I, I can still do that, but is that important now? Yeah, is that what we see every day in our future? Because I mean, but were you partying and like drinking and smoking, or were you just I like? Because I know Haitians, I've been to like a Haitian club. Yeah, but I, I, I did it responsibly because okay. I was my own driver, like. I got to right. take myself home. You know okay. what I'm saying? So, I, you know, a drink will get you on the dance floor. Another drink will keep you there. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then you drink water to take you behind home. Okay. Um, so there were some drinks in the mix. Oh, of course. Okay. Some cremas? The cremas. You know, now, listen, I couldn't do no cremas now. That thing, they, they charge in the club. <laughs> Them Haitians don't play. Okay? Nah, L- do a little mimosa and a little okay. Moscato. <laughs> so, all right. Explain, like, how the greatest coach is the actual individual. Ooh, the greatest coach is the actual individual. Oh, I feel like um, when you know who you are, mm-hmm. right, it's not even the title. It's who you are. If I can just say it like that, it's not even the title. I come in with the care. I come in with peace. I come in with love. Mm-hmm. And I come in with discipline. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it's, it's not even the title, but self-care is important. No, no, no. You yeah. actually, you're right. Let me see. You did some work. You know what I mean? Yeah. You did a lot of work. Let me I did a lot some. of work because. But, but do you think, sorry, do you think the healing journey is continuous or does it have an expiration date? There is no expiration date. Okay. Because, again, when I was in my second car accident, mm-hmm. I had to practice self-care immediately because I knew what it did to me the first time. Mm-hmm. You know? So I was like, I had to heal again. I had to slow down. Okay. okay. You're not taking no appointments here. You're not taking no phone calls here. So. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, it's never ending. It's always continuous because <clears throat> if something comes in your memory, now you got to reaffirm who you are in God so that don't take over you as um, so you don't identify with that. Yeah. Because anybody can hurt you. You step out, something happened, you're going to have to heal from that. Mm-hmm. You know? That's why I feel like healing is kind of every day. You no, always got to take an uh, inventory. What's going on in your mind? Mm-hmm. What happened between this conversation? Did you like it? You know, you just got to talk to yourself. Well, you know, people are dealing with a lot of negative beliefs about themselves. Oh, yeah. Where do you think those things come from? They come from, you know, your childhood. Like, people believe that they're not worthy, so they stay in these toxic relationships. Mm -hmm. They believe that they deserve it, so they stay in this environment. You don't have to stay there. Mm -hmm. That's why I want people to understand that, like, you don't have to um, stay in something that doesn't serve you. Mm -hmm. You don't have to stay in that toxic relationship. You have a choice. Mm -hmm. You feel like nobody else is going to like you, they don't like you. If If that person like you, I'm sure somebody else can find you very much appealing. Yeah. You know, so it's... No, you're right. But I, I, I think sometimes people get complacent in a certain... They get comfortable. Yeah, you know, with a certain yeah, style of things. Yeah, it's it's comfortable to have something that you know. Yeah. It's like, yeah. I know this. Yeah, like, I'm familiar with this. Yeah. You know, but then it's like, but is this familiarity good for me? Is yeah. it healthy for me? We don't want to think like that because we feel like, oh, I'm... The person gonna tell you you're doing too much. Yeah, you know, so it's like think for yourself. And that's a red flag right there too. Oh, you doing too much? You go here trying to eat salad and it, you know what? What you? No, no, no. no you right. It be those little comments like that. Oh, you going to the gym? I was gonna say that low vibration food. Yeah. No I'm joking. No, you right. Oh. <laughs> And that and what she had was low vibration. Yeah, I, I no. didn't. I didn't understand that, but you know that's still my girl. Funny, no, I, but I, I, I kind of understood. I ain't even gonna lie to you. Mm-hmm. Cause that was a lot. But anyway. Okay, so you were looking at more so because it was a lot. It was a lot. 
Like okay. When you care for your body, you won't put all that inside you. So you could just put a little low vibration, I mean, as long just, as it is a little bit. You know, because you won't stay there. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Eat too much low vibration, you won't stay there. No, no, no. You're right. You're right. The, the, I totally agree with you. And some people don't know how to hop back off of that. Like, yes, yes. Y- yeah, yeah. You know, not to say nothing wrong with nothing you guys. Nothing wrong with But that. that's how those yeah. things can happen. Right. Because I feel like, okay, even when you look at, like, Lizzo mm-hmm. or uh, Fat Joe, yeah. Rick Ross, they're no longer, there's no Fat Joe no more. Yeah. Because, you know, I get why they have to try to uh, make themselves feel good. Because, right. okay, you know, you're trying to well, you have, have that to. confidence. Right. But you're still overweight. Right. I won't say fat. I would say unhealthy. Yes. Make sure you don't reach the point where it's unhealthy for you. Yes. Because some people are big and healthier than the ones that, that are skinny. Just make sure you're healthy. No, exactly. You know, um, because... I don't, no, yeah. health is wealth. You health can't well. get to the bag if, if you're you trying know, to carry uh, the other bags. Exactly. No, I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> being so silly. Oh, you man. know, so, okay. So, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I'll try to segue here quick, you know. Oh, All right. Goodness. So, is every obstacle you face an opportunity for growth? Yes. I almost say something else. Heck yeah. Okay, no, you can go and, ahead. You know, I feel like Be I got you. to listen. I feel like I got to the place where I love it. Oh, you want to challenge me, God? Let's go. Okay, because that's going to tell me whether or not I overcame this, mm-hmm. and that's going to tell me what area I need to work on. Mm-hmm. I still got some things I need to work on, but all right, I if, like the vulnerability. You know, like I feel like, but God, if you if you know you're working on yourself, and God told you something, you're gonna be like, oh, I'm gonna send it back mm-hmm. because God is trying to see where are you where are you growing? Yeah, you know, where do you want to grow? Yeah. You know, so. So what do you say about the people who are stuck in the obstacle? They're stuck because it's a choice. You really? You think a, it's a choice? You think it, it's that easy? It's not easy, but you have a choice. You, okay. you understand no. what I'm saying? Yes, you do. You do have a choice. I mean, yes. when I tell Free you. Free will. Listen, it's, when I say it's not easy, it's, I don't even know how else to explain it. Like, mm-hmm. it's hard, but the reward is at the end. Mm. You know, I kept, I remember years ago, I was like, I was walking up and down this bridge right here, and I was telling people, I'm going to see you at the finish line. The finish line is you being so self-aware that you know yourself well enough to know that, okay, I know I'm, I'm living, I'm a spiritual being living in a natural experience that if this come, I know it's not that person, it's a spirit. That spirit is trying to see where I'm at. It's a test. Yeah. You got to understand your whole trajectory. You got to understand everything. Yeah. You can't just live in a, you know... In, in your mind or just as a human, you got to know your duality. You got to mm. know your spirit first. Yeah. So it's, okay. it's always an opportunity to grow. No, no. I 100% agree with you with that. Mm. Do you think it's important to apologize to your new self because of your old self? Oh. You see this self-care workbook? Yes. Let's, let's, these yes. are written by you? Yes, they are. I have many books written by me. Wow. Many projects to come. Okay. Yeah, yeah. She's an author as well. Yeah, so let's get that out there. Put that over there. All right, but, all right. Um, so where can we get that to purchase? Oh, on Amazon. Just put Adeline Frederick or go ahead and click the link on my bio and take it straight there. All right, all right, all right, okay. So do you think it's important to apologize to the new version because of the old version? I would say the the other way. Apologize. Yeah, yes. Apologize to the new version for the old version. Mm-hmm. Of course. You always got to tell yourself, I'm sorry that I allowed this to happen. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry that I allow this person to mistreat you, mm-hmm. because if I if we knew better, we would okay. do better, you know. Okay. So how much is your old version still here, or is it totally I, eradicated? I say, I say, listen. What's the percentage? Oh, good. You want the percentage? <laughs> <laughs> don't mess with me. No, I'm joking. Um, no, it's okay. Leave me alone. I'm just joking. Um, <laughs> I say, I say, I say, um, I say ten percent. Tip, but that's good. Yeah. Okay. I always ten percent. Yeah. All right. Because I I know I know what I'm fighting. Oh yeah, ten percent. All right. No, that's excellent. You know, they say get get your ties off for ten percent. Okay, okay, okay. So why should you never judge a person on the chapter you walked in on? And I tell you this, from what I experienced, from because sometimes you got to be on the other side, mm-hmm. and you never know what God is doing with that person. God is literally writing that person's story. So you have no, I'll, I'll tell us, I, I remember telling my cousin, I said, she was like trying to talk to me about somebody. I said, no, 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 don't even show me their picture. Because if God tells me to minister to them, I can't judge them first. I need to come with love. Okay. So never judge a person by, by where they are in their life. 
that's a part of their story. That's not who they are. Mm-hmm. So I learned that the hard way. Do you feel like you ministering could interrupt the karma that they may have to go through to learn their lessons? I feel like if you come into someone's life as mm-hmm. the light, the light that is a warning. I'm trying to help you. Okay, the light is I'm a warning. Try, right, I'm trying okay. to lighten your load. Mm. I'm trying to let you know, you know what? Let me give you another chance. And it's up to you to take it. Okay. It's up to you to take it. All right. No, you're right. It's, it's up to you. Choice again. Right. That's that's why we got the I Am Light workshop, the healing workshop, July 2nd. All right. Plugging it in. Make sure y'all out there. Go ahead. How much is it costing to get up in there? Well, none of the proceedings come to me. You're okay. You're literally paying for your canvas, so it's $50. All right. You're paying for everything. So where's the proceeds going to? Oh, that's their venue. That's, th- that's their venue. It's going to be at the Painting Twist on Davy. Okay. Yeah. All right. You come, you, you just pay for your seat and enjoy the, the music, the food that will be provided. Mm-hmm. Um, and you'll hear my story. And then you'll also hear, um, get good feedback from mental health advocates that I'll have come and speak. Okay. Yeah. Sound like a vibe. It is going to be a vibe. All right. I'm going to have to pull up there. Yeah. Okay. So. Should a person expect to be filled the same way they pour? What do you mean by that? Like, you know how some people pour into people, right? Mm. Should they be filled up that same way? I'll tell you this. I had to learn that the law of reciprocity is very important. Okay. So if the person don't have the capacity, it is up to you to understand and fall back. Mm. But always, if, if you're going into a situation, don't expect anything to come back to you but you need to understand that if you can constantly pour and nothing comes back then you you need to you need to exit left yeah okay Okay. yeah and and it also depends on the dynamic though now if it's ministry then i don't i will pour 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 pour. you know but i know where to go get my energy back from i go to god so that's nothing to me but if i'm dealing with someone and i'm seeing the pattern i go i gotta go i gotta go left all right. That's just it. Okay. No, I, I like how you said that word, reciprocity. Yes, it's you know, very important. I don't know about that. I felt like when I was in this, um, in that world, mm-hmm. I wasn't getting nothing back. And I didn't think that was, that was nothing. You know, I grew up, my mom give. I mean, she cooked for the freaking community. She just give. Yeah. You know, and she don't ask for nothing much, you know? Mm-hmm. And so you grow up thinking that, I'm not saying it's, it's not okay. What I'm saying is at some point, if they're not giving back, you need to fall back. Hey, dropping bars. bars. Fall back. <laughs> and they don't like that. Yeah, no, of course not. People are getting mad at you based on what they did to you. Yeah. Like, like, I'm just. Just mirroring. Yeah. So how important is it to set the boundaries oh, on the self oh journey, the self care journey? It's very important mm-hmm. because setting boundaries protects you. It, it okay. doesn't make you selfish. Because I felt like people were trying to be like, oh, you're selfish. You don't want people to do that. No, listen. Is it okay to be selfish, though? A little bit. Yes, it is. Okay. I mean, but don't call it selfish. It's self-care. Self-care. Hey. <laughs> listen, I care for myself enough to know that I can't step in for you right now. Okay. You know? All right. I like that. Yeah. Self. It's not selfish. It's, it's self-care. self-care. Oh, y'all have been <laughs> I know. She has said self-full. <laughs> it's you know, self-full. So, you know, and I'm like self care. Okay, okay, nothing wrong with that. All right. So, what does the self care healing journey expose about the individual? It depends on what you want to see. It depends mm-hmm. on what you want to see because sometimes you'll see things you didn't want to see, but mm-hmm. if you're wise enough, you'll allow God to show you, so you can deal with it. Okay. You know, so it'll show you your deepest, most darkest part of you, and when you thought you was a hundred percent, God gonna show you. Let me show you where I had to chisel, where I need to chisel you at. Mm-hmm. And humble. So what did God show you that you weren't ready to see? Man, I wasn't ready to see that. Um, I was very passive, a very passive person. Really? I was, yeah, I let people walk all over me. You know, I, I allowed things to happen that I shouldn't have allowed happen. Mm-hmm. I, I lacked boundaries. I lacked to speak up for myself, you know, and I, he showed me that. And it was very hard to see because it's like, no, but God, I love myself. I wouldn't let that happen. Of course. You now would have let that happen, but you then was allowing it. Yeah. You know? So it was tough. It was like, shit. Damn. What do you think that comes from, though? That comes from not seeing that in the home. You know, it always uh, stemmed from the childhood. How was you raised? What did your parents teach you? Because I feel like 
Again, I'm Caribbean. We're taught church. You know, we're not taught how to care for ourselves, how to tell somebody, hey, fall back, don't talk to me this way. Or sometimes you, you, you say that, but then your environment telling you you're being mean, mm-hmm. you know. So Okay. Did you did you ever feel any struggles being more of a chocolate complexion? Chocolate complexion? No. Yeah. Um, okay. No, because... Because from no. my experience, I know a lot of <laughs> I know they talk about dark skinned um, women kind of deal with that when it comes to confidence. I'll say personally, and this is me putting my business out there. Mm-hmm. I deal with hyperpigmentation specifically. Okay, but complexion wise, no. So you said hyperpigmentation, <laughs> yeah. like you extra melanated. No, um, when I was young, I used to walk in the sun and I have glasses. Okay, so, you know my self care. I also apply self care. Routines for the skin, making sure you know you do what you have to do for your face, mm-hmm. and so I'm doing that. I, I started doing it a year ago, so it's, it's going to take time for me to see a even skin tone. But growing up, you're not really taught that. You're taught to, and this is me put my business out there. You're taught to um, bleach your skin, you know, and uh, so it was there then. No, it was it, there. Was there it, was, it just wasn't there for me. It was. But I mean, if it was in a community, but not for me. Like it was not a problem for me. But okay. I saw people do it. Okay, you, you, you right. saw it. So you don't feel it had no effect on you in a psychological way? Kind of, because then, I, how you going to pull that out of me? <laughs> I mean, Watch we got yourself. to. <laughs> Watch yourself. Um, because so it, it goes back it, it, to. You're right, because I remember I was young, and um, I would see people practice it, and then I, I was being told, you need to practice that too. Mm-hmm. You know, because in, in Haiti, they praise the white people. Yeah, you know, and so they come in America, and we in this church. And I'm not trying to put nobody business out there, but the church praised the white people because we in that community where we fellowship. It's like, you know, yeah, it's churches that fellowship with one another, and mm-hmm. when the whites come, mm-hmm. it's more like, excuse me, skirts need to be longer, no makeup, no hair, no weave. So it's more like very conservative, and if you okay. sit in front, you take makeup, you natural. Come oh. natural. Okay. So they were very praised amongst us, mm-hmm. um, especially the Haitian community. Mm-hmm. And so, you know. I've seen that a lot, especially within that. the Haitian community. Yeah. You know, like at jobs, I would hear some Haitian women would say, you know, I want to have a baby by a wh- by white, white man. man. Yeah. Because it going to have good hair. Good hair, good um, and like, complexion. And it's yeah. like, mm-hmm. And that's how all those things can happen. And then yeah. you're seeing the shows. Like, I'm, I'm not sure if you ever saw Spider-Man with Venom. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. So if you look at Venom, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Notice what made him the Venom. He had the the plasma, which they call a symbiote, right? right that dropped from the universe. So to right. me, that was uh, an example of melanin. Okay. But notice when Peter Parker had it on, he had soul. It- he was slapping and you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So psychologically, that was them trying to yeah. teach you that being dark or blackness was bad. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So it's little subliminal things like that that they put in movies that people don't realize don't how you're it. being. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So that's the only reason why I was asking that yeah. because I, I've seen it happen all the time. Like dark skinned women, they got the cake. Well, mm-hmm. here is light and there yeah. is the skin. And I'm like, yo, like, what? You yeah. know what I mean? So do you think you have to. Like, okay, when it comes to forgiving, how important is just forgiving yourself? Forgiving in general is a sign of growth. Okay. You know, and I feel like, don't think, I feel like you're going to always have to revisit that, that forgiveness part. You're going to always have to um, revisit that. So forgiveness is important so you can leave all that behind you and move forward with your life. That's why it's important. It's to take the shackles off. It's to take those those chains that's holding you back, mm-hmm. you know. What about when it comes to forgiving others, like certain relationships that you may have been in, not necessarily like romantic, but right. whether it's friends, like somebody that tried to but sabotage you. Right. So I that goes in that too because I okay. feel like in my healing journey, I was healing from things that didn't happen yet. But as I was speaking to my friend, she was already telling me, mm-hmm. you know, I don't think I have the capacity to be that friend for you. And she was honest, but I already had healed from that because I was mm-hmm. not getting that from anyone, you know. And if I mm-hmm. was, it was very, you know, limited. Oh, we ain't got to talk about that. We ain't got to. And it's like, you should talk about it, yeah. you know. So No, 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 you're right. You definitely yeah. should. So what would you say to people that say, man, I don't need no healing. I ain't broken. You, That's broken language right there. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on. <laughs>
spitting bars. That's, broken language. That's, that's, I didn't know there was a broken language. Broken language. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Are there any other terms within the broken language that like a person could look out for to know yeah. like um, that they are broken? Yeah. Oh, I, I don't need to change. I'm good where I'm at. This is this I'm is good. Good, good where I'm at. Yeah. Okay. That's that's a sign that you have a fixated mindset. You have a broken language. Fixated mindset. Oh wow, this girl is really spitting today. Listen. Okay. All right. So 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 how important is community? It's very important. It uh-huh. is, it helps you with your growth and it helps you to feel that you're a part of something bigger mm-hmm. and to feel that you're not alone. And not every community, your community. Your, but how do you identify your community? You have to identify self first. Ah. <laughs> identify yourself, and then you'll know your tribe. Okay, your tribe. So uh, have you ever had to deal with a family member no longer being your tribe? Of course. Um, oh. And it was sad, but then I was like, sis, I kind of told you, let's go, but you know, I'm not going to go back with you. I'm not going to try to pull you out. Because yeah. if I pull you, I'm going to drown too. Okay. I told you, let's go. All right. Well, you can lead across the water, but you can't make them drink. I, I can't make them drink. But you can always catch me. But you got to catch me. Because I'm gone. That's it. Okay, okay. So I heard you said you had the workshop, the healing workshop. Yes. What made you want to put that together? Because um, that's actually my second annual. And it's going to be on my birthday because I felt like... For two years, I've been having the worst birthdays ever. Really? Oh. Yeah, and I felt last year was the pivotal moment of like, no, nah, I think you, I need to now choose who I want to celebrate with me. Mm. Now, the workshop is open, but the, the after isn't. That's reservation only. You okay. know, people who I would allow last, last time, last season, last version of me, you know, to come celebrate with me. I'm not doing that no more because you have to be mindful. I had to be mindful who I allow in my environment. Mm-hmm. So the healing workshop is there to shed light on painting used as a tool mm-hmm. in self-care to help focus your mind off of the past and just mm-hmm. keep focus on yourself in the future. Okay. And so I just think it would be a, a, a dope thing to come and, and just enjoy yourself, you know? Yes. Yeah. Right. I heard you singing on the gram. You, you got an album dropping? I could, but I do do poetry. And I don't, don't quote me on the... Twice. Don't the do twice. <laughs> nah, you good, man. But hey, I do have a poetry. Yeah, that's called. Right. Um, it's not recorded, but it's called. Um, you were built for this. I kind of spoke that on my first healing workshop. All right, can I'm, you give I'm, us something here, real quick? Uh, let me channel my inner. You know, yes. Let's channel the inner. <sighs> the saging, yeah. Yes. Okay. It'll be real quick. Do what I remember. Yes, a little snippet. A little snippet. You were built for this. You was built to hurt. You was built to love. You was built to laugh. You were built for this. You was built to be the shoulders for someone to lean on. You were built for this. You was built to be an environment and still be the light and the darkness. You were built for this. You was built for God to use you. You were built for this. You was built to come out of your darkness, to come out of your sadness, to come out of your depression. You were built for this. You was built to love and be loved. You, my friend, were built for this. Hey, you were built for this. (laughs) And you know, today, this is what I feel like this is God ordained. It came to my memory. I was like, oh, you came up with a poetry. And I was like, oh, because you were built for this. Yes. You was built to go in and come out. And you came out. Yes, she was. So okay, okay. Do you have any children? No. No, okay. But I do, so she's I do a high-value like, woman, fellas. Listen, you know? I, I, have 300, <laughs> I have 300 children who loves me. Oh, yeah. okay, okay. I'm, I'm, I have a teaching, a teaching position now, and I'm very excited about it. Wow, um, that's awesome. What grade yeah. are you teaching? I'm teaching middle school. I'm teaching elementary to middle school, y'all. Pray wow. Yes, you definitely got God a job said, on God, your hand right there. Listen, God said double for your trouble. Double for your no, look, trouble. And use it wisely. Okay, okay. Hey, and you using it wisely. <laughs> so, okay, so would you date a guy? I mean, sorry, are you dating? No. Okay. Am I talking to anyone? No. It is vital that you don't speak to the opposite sex in a relationship way when you are healing. So nothing, you're still it in does the nothing journey. for you. Huh? Um, what journey? Okay. No, no, no. I, I'll say this. The journey don't end. 
You okay. Know, if, if you. No, I get what you're saying. So, because, okay, because I believe you can, can, like, healing is an individual journey. Mm-hmm. But if you meet someone that can compliment, that yes. doesn't take away from that process, right. then it's okay. You right. know, God made Adam and Eve. Right. You see what I'm saying? So, I do believe if the right person is on that right frequency and they're going where you're going, it's okay to come together. Right. You know what I mean? Um, but I, I do feel, and mm-hmm. I have witnessed, some people use that as an excuse. Mm-hmm. Oh, I think this person, no, no, no. Mm-hmm. God don't send confusion. No, and, if, of and, and then And then God don't send someone that's going to make you fall. No, exactly. You understand what I'm saying? So you, like you said, you got to make sure we're in the right frequency that we're going towards the same goal. Yes, yes. No, 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 you're right. That is extremely important, you know, because it's okay to have that support system oh, yeah. in terms of I, listen, opposite man, gender. I, I, I was like, God, this is me and my prayer time. I was like, God, you ain't going to say nobody. <laughs> Come on now. I ain't going <laughs> to say I went lonely, but I was not going to compromise where I was. Yeah, yeah, of course. You know. Okay. So I was like, okay, God. So you're not dating now? Nope, not dating. All not right. Talking. Not talking, not nothing. Not nada. All right, all right. But if you were, would you date a guy with kids? See, listen. Listen. One. <laughs> <laughs> One. Uno. She said. Only child. <laughs> okay, one. All right, all right. Because yeah. I do believe it takes a village. Mm-hmm. You know, sometimes that other woman can be better for a mom than the actual mom right. or vice versa. Or just depend on now you're in a different space. Yes. You know, and it shouldn't, you shouldn't be limited because of your outcome. You yes. just, I just need to see how you're using your outcome. Yes, you know? exactly. Okay. Responsible. So what's next for you? Um, well, I have many things in stores. Like I've, I'm so excited because now I'm allowing God to use me. Mm-hmm. And so I have a wellness center coming out. I have books coming out. All right. You know, I have manuals coming out, how to heal from a heartbreak, mm-hmm. how to heal from disappointment. Um, and, yeah, it's a lot of stuff in stores. Right. Just you follow me. You plate full. Yeah. Well, it's it's good food. Yes. Your cup overrunneth. Listen. All right. everybody. Yes. And you have your podcast, right? I do have my podcast called Healing Conversations. It's mm-hmm. on Instagram, Healing Conversation. All right. Okay. Healing Conversations. I'm going to have to give you a call. Yes. You know I'm going to have to have you on. Yeah. Yes. Hey, I'm with it. Yeah. You know, because I think, like you said, self-reflection, self-awareness yeah. is so important. It is so. important. And I do believe that it's a continuous journey. Of course. Right? Mm-hmm. Well, let everybody know where they can officially find you at. Well, you can find me on Instagram, Speaks underscore. And you can find me on Facebook, Adeline, Addie Speaks, Frederick. But Addie Speaks will come up in all platforms. All right. Make sure you send them to Addie to the workshop. Yes, it's it's on the link. In the, click the link in the bio and actually purchase your ticket. Yes. Don't, don't just mesmerize yourself with the LinkedIn. <laughs> Use the LinkedIn. Okay. Exactly. Yes. Well, thank you, Queen. It was a pleasure to have you on. This was so great. Thank you. Thank you. You already know what it is, man. It's your boy, Mr. Williams. I talk gray, and we out of here.